And now, the Wadfam Chalkpod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And we are here this week talking about episode... And we are here this week talking about episode 837, Out of the Picture. As opposed to being in the picture. Correct. Because he was just... uh, I guess he blocked himself in the picture. It's like a Buck's parents are out of the picture. Yeah. It's it's a title. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good title. I think so. Maybe. The uh, the cover art for this album is also this episode. Yeah, I noticed Always that. Always fun when we get to cover one of those. Yeah, very interesting. Well, especially because I have so such little familiarity with this era of the show. Right, I, for Seeing sure. this We're album in... cover forever being like, why are... That's not really ever explained why Penny and Wooten are scuba diving. No, no. <laughs> We're in the six-episode album section of the show now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is what, yeah, what we think of kind of when we think modern Odyssey. Mm-hmm. The Odyssey um, that we're getting and the format that we're getting it. Because new Odyssey started with Stoika, arguably, right? I mean... Right, yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. I but mean, that's, this that's, is that's, like... Yeah. This is streaming, streaming platform, you know, uh, Adventures in Odyssey Club or... No, it's Odyssey Adventure Club. I don't know. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. Which... It was originally the Odyssey Adventure Club. Then it became Adventures in Odyssey Club. Yeah, why did they... I feel like that was an oversight. And I'm sure we've talked about that on the podcast before. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was just like, oh, this branding's not working. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's an episode that originally uh, was released on the Adventures in Odyssey Club in January of 2018, and then aired on the radio in May of 2018. Um, so this is a just pre us starting the show. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, written by Kathy Buchanan. Uh, Love to see it. Directed by Dave Arnold. Interesting. Who we haven't talked about in a while. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's he's here directing, and then yeah, it's it's we so we jump a bit in what we've been covering. So it's a yeah, like a five. If you're going by like when the episode was first available to like you know listen to it's a five-year jump between Mm -hmm. home again and now this episode Mm -hmm. which is yeah such a big hole Mm -hmm. in the series and like obviously we've we've dealt with stuff like that before especially in the blackard era Mm -hmm. although like even then there was so many episodes in between i don't know that there were that many years because they just put out so many episodes a year but like it's still it's like it's not I don't know. It's not that crazy that we have this jump, but it is just weird. And I think like only covering it this way makes it weird because like the stuff that we miss is like Katrina and Eugene taking in Buck and like Mm -hmm. fostering him. Yep. And also Penny and Wooten getting married, Mm -hmm. um, which happened pretty 
like two years before this episode or like, I guess more like a year before this. No, year and a half. Okay. I'll give it a year and a half before this episode is when, um, is when Penny and Wooten get married. So it's like, we've been following obviously mm-hmm. Penny and Wooten through a lot of these episodes we've been covering. Mm-hmm. Um, but just as kind of like nervous kids getting to know each other. Yeah. And now they're married. Yeah. That in true, uh, in true evangelical pipeline fashion <laughs> you find somebody you like them well enough and then you marry them forever yep and you know there, there are worse strategies i'm i'm of oh, the mindset sure. that you know you kind of make your soulmate and it has a lot more to do with the the dynamic of the relationship and how you communicate and how you overcome problems but like also i don't know i i'm surrounded by people getting married at a very young age and it does get me cause for hesitation <laughs> on such matters yeah. even I mean, though i love them all dearly oh it's very sweet mm-hmm. um <laughs> also you know me cast wise in this episode uh we have uh lee merriweather as felicia larson mm-hmm. um that's the only character she's ever played on adventures in odyssey um but she's had a uh, very very prolific career especially in like uh, 60s and 70s television um she was uh catwoman on the batman 66 what yeah um also had a recurring uh role on the original mission impossible tv show um on the new andy griffith show she's been in she's got like 120 credits and most of them are from like back in the day um wow that's so interesting yeah i mean it's like classic odyssey casting but Mm -hmm. i i like it yeah no i i really do appreciate it and we'll get into it when we talk about this episode but i think it gives me a lot of hope for newer odyssey episodes with how i'm seeing the relationships be presented in this Mm, one Um, yeah and we'll get into it later and then we also have fred tatasior as As Bradford, um, Bradford was Wooten's childhood butler. Mm-hmm. He had previously been on the show, mm-hmm. but at that time was played by Bob Hoos. Okay, which that I was think my it, question. Yeah, which I think is interesting. So this was years prior mm-hmm. um, that he was that he was doing that, and I I think I I don't remember enough about Bob Hoos to know. I assume he just was no longer working on the show at this time. But it seems weird that it was like, oh, he was previously voiced by, like, an Odyssey staple guy. And instead, like, we're pulling in this other guy Mm -hmm. to do the voice this time. It was just, like, an interesting an interesting thing i don't know it's and so does the same guy voice him again the next time because yeah it looks like he has one more appearance and is voiced by by fred again okay but but yeah bob who's his last for um his last episode that he produced was like in 2015 Mm-hmm. So it looks like he had maybe left the show, and so that's why they did the recast. Also, it's such a minor character that who's gonna notice? Yeah, of course. Um, but uh, but yeah, for uh, well, and it was like fifteen years right. in between. Well, oh yeah, the, yeah, for, for the sure. fun of it, his yeah. last voice appearance. Uh, Fred Tatasior, though we we've previously talked about because he voiced uh, Officer Penrose and Phil the newscaster in oh, A Penny Saved. Interesting. So. Yeah, that and that even itself was like 
just just to to once again reiterate how ridiculous this is that was seven years prior to this episode wow yeah like they really slowed down in the production i guess and yep. it just really yeah i yeah. mean they only do they only do 12 regular episodes and 12 club episodes a year yeah and that's been the case for like i don't know six years now yeah <laughs> longer than that didn't the club start in i think 2015 is about when it started Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I I think you're you're probably right because it was right after the ties of blind. Yeah, it was. Did that album sink this show? Kind of. It's still Did that being production. Sink this show. Do that. Okay. Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. That's so, yeah, a year prior. But that's seven years though. Yeah, it's, that's bonkers. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, it is. It is uh, wild how long how long the show has existed in this format. Yes, exactly. That's like over their entire age range, almost mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. Wow! <laughs> like they've almost oh. cycled through their target demographic twice. Yeah, yeah. Just since they've had this, since they've been had this format. Yep. Wow. I I mean I don't know I. I have mixed feelings. I think that they're doing the best that they can in a certain in certain respects. Um, and yeah, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself because I have stuff to say regarding this episode as it fits into the scope of Odyssey as a whole. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an interesting one to talk about for sure. Um, but we, we won't talk about it. You'll, no. you'll have to. Nope. You've got to find another podcast for that. Yeah. We're, um, we're, we're going to talk about all the context and tell you everybody that's involved in it and not tell you anything as to what happens. Right. Uh, And with that being said, I think it's promo time. Promo time. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey, Wit and Eugene are fishing when they get a big surprise. (laughs) What? Wooten! Wooten and Penny have made a discovery while scuba diving. It appears to be a digital camera, so certainly not an antique. Are you saying there could still be pictures on it, Eugene? Oh, it is conceivable. Solve the mystery of the underwater camera. Next time on Adventures in Odyssey. The mystery of the underwater camera. It's it's a much worse title for this episode. Yeah, I'm quite the caper. An antique digital camera. <laughs> like to have a digital camera sit on the bottom of a lake and then drag it out and still be able to get po- pictures off of it. Off the SD card. Yeah, you're gonna deal with like corrosion of the metal. Mm-hmm. But like SD cards don't like they yeah. I mean, Wit says it, or Eugene says it, where mm-hmm. they're like, there's no moving parts. But it's like, yeah, I mean, those things are, like, waterproof. Oh. Wow. Okay. Like, it's just... I wasn't sure that that wasn't a stretch of the imagination for no. that to be possible. No. Okay. No. No. But, but yeah, this this episode, and I think it's interesting because we, we, we hear it a lot in that little bit of promo as well, mm-hmm. is, I think over-engineered yes on the sound end yes which is yeah interesting so it's it's jonathan crow who's doing the sound design Mm -hmm. who has been with the show for a while Mm -hmm. like he was there pre-reboot he's done he did the first half of the green ring episodes he did the labyrinth like it's not like he's just some spring chicken he also did right right l revelations but like he is 
but 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 that had all, pretty good sound. I was gonna say all stuff that I think is sound engineered well, but then like especially the beginning of this episode is just so over the top. Yeah, it's bad. And there's in the water and all of it. Yeah, there's a note on the wiki which says that both the theme music being whistled, which is a mm-hmm. fun touch, mm-hmm. followed by a scene of people fishing. Are a ref or likely a reference to the intro to the Andy Griffith show, mm-hmm. and so I wonder if in doing that homage slash parody, mm-hmm. he just got a little too tied up. Yeah, he hammed just... it up to get his point across, right? Because oh, you know, get it, Felicia Larson's here, and she was on the Andy Griffith show, right? And it's just, it's, it's so. It's so much. It's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of sloshing water, and it feels like yeah. it's right in my headphones. <laughs> right, right. And what he doesn't... Uh, obviously, if you've seen the album cover, you get it. But if you're just listening to the episode, as I was, I, and there, so it's Wit and Eugene out fishing at Trickle Lake, mm-hmm. and I was assuming they were sitting on a dock, mm-hmm. not, like, out in a canoe. No, yeah, it does not I sound don't... like... Or in a lake. I... I mean, yeah, they could have been maybe sitting in a kayak in the ocean at, like, high tide. Oh, and oh, I would have oh for, that. for sure, for the <laughs> amount of sound. But I'm just saying, just, like, from pure, like, not even bringing in the sound, but just, like, context clues and whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. I was not thinking, like, oh, this is very clearly, like, them like I wasn't just in my mind I wasn't picturing them in a canoe and so it just made the scene unfolding weird. Yeah. But but no, it is uh yeah, so they're they're out there in the canoe. Buck did not feel like coming along mm-hmm. and they're uh they're fishing. Um which is a nice I like that Eugene fishes still. Mm-hmm. Because that that's follow like through from ice right, fishing. Yeah, introduced. I was going to say, album seven. Yeah. Like, th- thing that's laid in mm-hmm. that then I feel like has popped up different times throughout the series and mm-hmm. then and then comes up here. And it's, like, sad that Tom's not there. But, yeah, you know. You can't have it all. Still, still love that. And then Penny and Wooten. This... Well, there's, like, a Jaws bit. Right. Yes. There's, yes, like, a Andrew, da, 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 da. forget the and Jaws then... bit. Out of the water, presumably right onto the microphone, splashes Wooten, and him and Penny are scuba diving. Yes. Okay. They I mean, scuba dive all the time at Trickle Lake. Yep. And have competitions to see who can find the weirdest thing. And Wooten found a how, tricycle. How many dead bodies have they found? And Penny found a camera. And probably some. But also, yeah. I like it's this Odyssey, idea. Though. Well, I like this idea that P- Picture Perfect Odyssey, Trickle Lake, which is so essential, is just full of garbage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, most lakes are at the I bottom, know. just full I, of garbage. I know. But and the, yeah, the various the scuba thing is wild. Yeah. I just, I, I'm willing to suspend disbelief for the man who has a slide in his house that owns his own scuba gear, but. I do not think that it is legal to just scuba wherever. Yeah. I also would like to point out... Does he have the... his license? You definitely need a license to do it unsupervised. Yeah. Wooten. Also, the cover art has Wooten holding the camera. I'm pretty sure Penny's the one who finds it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wooten was occupied with a tricycle. And right. Maybe the dead bodies. We don't know. Yeah. I'm sure if I scuba dived at the bottom of the Susquehanna, I scuba would... Scuba dove. Scuba dove. <laughs> <laughs> I would find more than just a tricycle and a camera. I'll say that. Yeah. 
So probably a new super drug. <laughs> find the cure to COVID. Yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, that's right past super heroin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like heroin, but, but super. super. <laughs> So, right, then there's this whole dialogue, and Wit's like, ah, I'll have to figure out what's on. I don't I don't understand the antique camera thing. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. Yeah. It's like they're, because it's not even a film camera. It's a no. digital camera. Like, no. what are what are they doing? How how young is Penny supposed to be? I mean, definitely Wooten's age, presumably. But, but she, she, well, or Connie's age. I mean, she was in college in Green Ring. Yeah. But, like... Why does she think she's an artist? She should know what a camera is. Ideally, or at least what an antique camera looks like, because they're very different from digital cameras. Yeah. yeah, They're not similar. They they said antique camera. I was just like, where is this story going? Yeah. (laughs) And then it's like, no, no, that's a digital camera. And I'm like, my word, I grew up with a film camera. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I had film. I had disposable cameras. No, not disposable, sir. You, You had a film camera? Not me personally, mm-hmm. but like that's that's what we had. At my my family had mm-hmm. all of our pictures were taken on film for the first like I don't know, pushing uh, six or seven years of my life probably. Okay, that's fair. So yeah, we definitely had film cameras, but we then got digital ones pretty early on. Yeah. Regardless, it's just it's it's a weird thing, but. And maybe this is the reason it's antique, is just so they could lay this, like, seed in. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to this episode more than once? I did not. Okay. I, I did, uh, in that I listened to it immediately back-to-back. As okay. Chris was reading the credits, I rewound it. Yeah. That was my thought. I almost did the same thing, actually. Because <laughs> I forgot to prepare for this episode until I was driving here to I, record it. It happens. It does. Um... Work is busy right now. School mm-hmm. year has begun. Mm-hmm. But the... So, Wooten goes, Oh, I should send it to Bradford. Mm-hmm. He yeah. says about, like, the antique camera. Yeah, why? Because he's like, Oh, Bradford likes antiques. I should send it to Bradford. Which is only there so that on, like... To, like, plant that seed or so that yeah. on second watch you can be like, Oh, they're so clever. No. Didn't work for me. No. <laughs> no. I, I, it's it's planted evidence. It is. It's it's weird. Yeah. Hey, that character that we haven't mentioned in years. I should send him this camera. Because he loves antique cameras that have been at the bottom of a lake. This does this camera does not work. Yeah. Oh yeah, well it does, they do have that good good joke where she's like, it's covered in fish eggs, and he's like, ah, he likes caviar, caviar as well. <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. That did make me laugh. Yeah. Um and then, so yeah, so they're going to dry out the memory card and see if there's any pictures on it. Like, that's yep. the, the plot resolution of that that scene. Um, mm-hmm. And then we cut to Eugene and Katrina, and uh, Katrina is very distraught, and Eugene <laughs> calls her on it right away in a really cute way. Um, I, now that, because this is the first episode we're covering for the show where we have Eugene and Katrina and Buck as a family unit um yes yes i mean for yeah i mean i guess maybe isn't it there, comes up isn't there one rydell episode the bucks in but i guess they're not really all in it mm-hmm. and obviously i heard you cover connie the counselor yeah so i've listened to that episode which is my yeah my only other real reference point here 
No, yeah. So I'm. It, it's interesting to see Eugene in that capacity where he's like when i grew up with eugene obviously he was like the bachelor working at wit's end and everything and now he's like coming home as a parent and talking to his wife who's upset so i just i thought yeah. that that was interesting and yeah, cool sweet. um um and there's a letter from skint right well yeah so a letter that buck sent to skint that was mm-hmm. then returned to sender mm-hmm. um because he wasn't at the location mm-hmm. um and they're yeah kind of katrina's distraught and they're trying to figure out like why why would he do something like that mm-hmm you know, whatever, but in uh, one of a a just flat-out excellent move on the part of the show, Mm -hmm. they do not open the letter. No. Can we just talk about how great it is that they don't open the letter? Yeah, of course. I I didn't even pick up on that because, yeah. Yeah, no, you definitely don't want to cross that boundary with your kids. No, no, and I'm so glad that, like, they don't, mm-hmm. and it's like a thing that comes up because then we get Katrina the scene. And Eugene are such good parents. They I really feel are. like, and we get the scene where Buck comes in and is mm-hmm. asking about, and they're asking him about it, and he says like, "Didn't you just open it up?" And Eugene's like, "No, no, no. yeah." Didn't he say like that would be a felony or something? No, I think he said like I, I think he said like that would be like uh, yeah, like an, inv- an invasion of privacy or something. Yeah, which is great mm-hmm. and I, well especially for buck being you know went middle school high school at this point yeah yeah i think 16 at this point giving him his close yeah, to it. his autonomy in that respect yeah is like, yeah that's really good for oh the it's, parent. it's especially reaching out to a criminal like i'm right. impressed by the restraint yeah yeah I, I i like the i like the restraint i like that they're willing to have a conversation that they're not coming in accusatorily mm-hmm. it is just one of those moments where i'm like just, like, focus on the family, like, fundamentally, like, understand how to parent. Like, as much as we, like, lob stuff against them and have a mm-hmm. lot of problems, mm-hmm. I am still, like, that is good parenting. And maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that is Kathy Buchanan. And yeah. that is not the organization as a whole. But I feel like throughout the show, despite it, yeah, being, you know, focused on the family presents Adventures and Odyssey, mm-hmm. when we do get into family stuff, we usually come away pretty positively. Yeah, they're, they they emphasize the relationships really well. And I think that, um, yeah, like, having a Christian perspective for that is so valuable in how you treat other people, especially, um, like, when you're showing family models. And, and they yeah. seem to be taking, you know, a more metered, not, like, hyper-traditional or anything, um, where it's just very loving, very intentional and caring yeah like nurturing but not smothering yeah and like we've talked about it before with like barkley family stuff Mm -hmm. when we were going through all that or when we did the episodes with arthur woods Mm -hmm. and we did the the kelly stuff with Mm -hmm. the washingtons and it's all like throughout that i feel like or even the stuff we did um back in novacom with like the under the influence episodes Mm -hmm. with the shepherds yeah just like there is a fundamentally like good understanding of like healthy family relationships Mm -hmm. that is a through line throughout this show yeah that even as the show makes decisions that frustrate me Mm -hmm. and that and focus on the family as an organization is so often a thing that i don't feel like i can support even slightly yeah there is 
yeah, there is this route where it's like, oh, yeah, but they like there. There's a level to which they do get it. Mm-hmm. And I do think they're doing a good job. Yeah. And yeah, there are things I wish they didn't meddle in. Mm-hmm. But I do have to like, I don't know, give a little bit of appreciation to like this scene and other stuff. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like there are other voices within conservative christianity mm-hmm. that would be like no absolutely your kids have no rights you open that dang letter yeah yeah you read all of their texts and everything. right yeah exactly yeah like that like level of mm-hmm. like supervision no, no overbearing like yeah. parent the not not giving your child any like not allowing them to have any privacy mm-hmm. is like a trend amongst christian families like mm-hmm. and beyond for sure mm-hmm. but like that is a thing that i when i yeah that i can think about in a couple instances and whatnot those things seem fairly close together in my mind yeah and so it's i find it interesting that it's a point at which focus is actually contrasting mm-hmm. and i agree more with it oh 100 and i i'm hoping yeah. these are kathy buchanan's fingerprints because it right. seems a lot yeah. like somebody that knows what healthy relationships look like is in charge of that. And I yeah. I personally think that that is one of the greatest gifts that the counseling field offers to people of faith is understanding how your relationships interact with each other and how being a Christian impacts those relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. All, all that to say, they don't open the letter. They and don't that, open the and letter. And that seems like so basic, but feels like such a win. I'm, and yeah. I like that it's talked about mm-hmm. and then, and it go and like it works so well in the character development where you're like Buck is not accustomed to that level of privacy. Mm-hmm. Like and or or that level of care. Right, for sure. Um, um and yeah. but even even later in the episode when Buck is kind of upset at Eugene, um, and he asks them to not talk about it, the fact that Eugene doesn't force the issue, even mm-hmm. though like he initially is like, This mm-hmm. could be a problem, like, no, that's that's good, a that's a good, good parent, parent good parent moment of just like yeah good foster and parent. it works out yeah yeah we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah you know, we we are so the so the what what comes up here is that Buck doesn't know any of his family history which I'm yep. like they had to have known like I may, maybe maybe I should have uh, maybe I should have texted uh, our resident foster care expert Arthur Woods to mm-hmm. see to see some of this information because I, I I'm genuinely curious but like. I don't know how they are fostering Buck without, like, seemingly a birth certificate. Yeah. Or, like, any knowledge about, like, his family at large. Like, I realize in, like, emergency situations and whatnot, some of that stuff can be circumvented. But it feels like this has, like, been established for years of the show now. Yeah. So it feels like there should be some manner in which, like, we know what's going on. Mm-hmm. No, no, for sure. Like, I think it's it's insane that there's, like, there the, is not a is, solitary the, piece of paper that has her his mother's first and right. last name on it. Or, like, that this, this is the first time mm-hmm. that 
any question of his lineage is coming up. Yeah, that's because real... he got like a school project that was like, hey, write down stuff about your family tree. And he's going, all right, well, I got to like send a letter to a known criminal mm-hmm. who raised me to mm-hmm. see if I can find out any information here. And Eugene's like, what? <sighs> Excuse me? Let's just take a step back here before we're contacting the criminals. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, yeah, I even have notes from, like, yeah, my notes are full of just praise for Eugene. Um, his story, like, Buck's saying that Skin's story is that he's his uncle and that his parents died. Um, and with, there's a, how does it come up uh, that he got a phone call from Felicia Miller? Oh, he looked at Skint's phone, right? Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah. So there's he overheard a call mm-hmm. that like referenced his mom mm-hmm. to this person and mm-hmm. then got her like was able like heard her name being mm-hmm. Felicia Miller and then saw on the caller ID that she was from Dillsburg. Mhm. Millsburg. Millsburg. Not Dillsburg. Dillsburg is a real place. Yep. Millsburg, <laughs> Millsburg is probably a real place, but I'm, not that's one I'm aware of. Yeah. Um, and so... It's a three-hour drive from Odyssey. It is a three-hour drive from Odyssey. I'll have to retroactively add that to the tour shirts, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm... <laughs> well, yeah, every time they bring up a location in, uh, in relevance to Odyssey, I'm like, all right, I gotta add it to my mental map as far as where it is. Yeah. But the... Yeah, the, the thing... So... So they go from that and are like, okay, well, we're like, Eugene's like, well, we should try and like track down this person. And Buck's basically like, no, like I already tried that. It did not work like Mm -hmm. that. And that's that. So Eugene is then at wit's end talking to wit about the fact that Buck doesn't have any family history and he's not sure what to do about it. And in comes in Penny and Wooten and uh, they've got the camera photos. They're there to look at them. Um, because wit has recovered them at this time i would like to stand on my soapbox and tell you how much i love penny and wooten as a couple together oh yeah (laughs) they are they are really cute and they make me really happy and the way the way that wooten has developed as a character and penny coming into it as long as there's not a creepy age difference i'm uh yeah i just i love i love them together uh, they're really cute and fun, and I'm glad that they make the quirky side character like Wooten find a, like a soulmate that is just as goofy as he is. Yeah, and get to put them more in the center of the show as a mm-hmm. result. Yeah, of course. Like we can't stress enough the fact that like the most recent version of the official guide is Connie, Eugene, Wit, and Wooten. Yep, that's it. That's really it. I mean, he's he's the main guy. Well, and I suppose, you know, with increased costs and everything and decreased production, you got to whittle down your cast. And those are the core, the, you know, those are your key players. And what they did with Eugene and giving him his character arc where he was an orphan and now he is a foster parent, like, is so yeah, cool. And that it hits is. home. I, I love it so much. That, yeah. Like, that, that and, alone gave me so much happiness regarding, like, New Odyssey. Where I was and, like, oh, that's so cool. 
And I love, I love that it sits in the subtext of this episode. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't feel like, and I'm sure with other Buck stuff, especially with the initial foster care, it came up a lot that Eugene had been fostered. I'm sure mm-hmm. like that was a point in the show. But I love in these episodes or in this episode that it's just like it's there. And as a long term time fan of the show, like I understand part of the reason that Eugene is attacking this problem with such like ferocity mm-hmm. is because he knows what it's like mm-hmm. yeah oh know. yeah and he knows what it's like to not know and he also knows the like what it would mean to know and having the opportunity to make that connection like that drives him and it, it is like another worldly thing and that's what ends up communicating to buck in the end um yeah. the so the the whole thing with penny and wooten is that it's a bunch of pictures of stuff that things... Wooten likes that Wooten didn't take pictures of. <laughs> right. And they're starting to think he's got a stalker. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Wilbur's Waffle House is one of them, which mm-hmm. is presumably rivaled the to, dime... to, to Al, uh, Al's Pancake World. Is that that's Al's Pancake World? And then what what's the diner's name? How's Diner? Is Howl's Al, Al's Pancake is uh, is Gilmore Girls. How's um, oh. <laughs> Diner? They they're basically the same thing. They really do blur together in my mind. If we had a Luke's, it would make yeah. even more sense. Yep. Also, but they are a competitor as well to Frank's Breakfast Inn. Yes, that was that was the first one, but that's in Odyssey. I I don't know. I wasn't I sure. Think so. I think it is. canonically I think, it's I think, in Odyssey. Yeah. I think um, they walked past it on the way back from FBI. <laughs> <laughs> the phrase modern art at its slimiest in refer mm. in reference to the uh the gum statue gum statue outside of the airport yep. yeah yeah which is pretty powerful mm-hmm. um and so yeah they re- eventually run into photos that are corrupt mm-hmm. and it's like oh i've got a data recovery program i'm gonna go do that i'll bring mm-hmm. these back to you guys later um this is then when we have what this, this is when we have the buck and Eugene scene mm-hmm. that we already referenced, right? Where he's talking Make- about like where you, where oh, because because ah, that's right. This is the scene where he's cut up Katrina's magazine, yeah, mm-hmm. and shows off a completely fake family family yeah. tree. <laughs> yeah, he's like, look, cousin Henry even looks like me. Katrina's <laughs> like, did you even have a cousin Henry? He's like, I might. I Eugene's might. like, get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> We're leaving. We're finding your real family, so you don't lie on your school assignment. Yeah, I love <laughs> which is it. really funny. I love it. Yeah, because yeah, Eugene's just kind of like you know we can like talk to your teacher, and he's like ah, I don't want to do that. I don't really mm-hmm. want this to be a thing that everyone knows. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, they're talking about uh, so they're in the car. Then Eugene and Katrina are in the car talking, which is great. I love the 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 sound of that. Like. I guess the audio engineering is really good mm-hmm. for that. Um, and they're talking the road about... noises are a little aggressive. True. I, I Not as bad as the water it. at the beginning. But... Yeah, that was bad. That was really bad. I felt like I was inside of a fishbowl. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you, you, were, you were jamming out with the pool boys? Yeah, naturally. I mean, that's the only way to party underwater. Um, so Buck mentioned... Or Eugene talks about uh, finding felicia larson um and you know she's in her 70s and he's got an address and he wants to go talk to her um 
you know, right, right. Like, the reason Buck couldn't find her previously is because that she married mm-hmm. and is named Larson now, mm-hmm. which is like that to... as opposed to Miller. Yeah. Which is that whole thing. And then, uh, yeah, they they arrive at her door mm-hmm. and she and Eugene's like, yeah, I had called ahead and she sounded cagey, but didn't want to didn't. Yeah. Was she like, admitted oh. to no. She says that like, yeah, I don't know anything about this. But I think she does know something, so we're right. going out here anyway. Yep. Yeah. Well, and then <laughs> which is and, ridiculous. <laughs> yes. And then she opens the door and is like, "I've never seen him. I don't know what you want from me." Closes the door. Yeah. Eugene's like, "I can't have that." Yeah. Knocks again and is like, "Look, like level with me. Like, have you actually seen yeah. him?" And she's like, "Yeah, he looks just like his mom." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "I don't know." how this arc continues or like i what i don't know and i'm not sure about is, don't hedge your bets now spit, is, spit so, from the hip <laughs> so is this just a one-off episode mm-hmm. in the greater green ring conspiracy or is this episode going to tie into the long end i have no clue and i really hope so i, I well because it kind of just feels like oh this is like self-contained but mm-hmm. at the same time like it doesn't it like kind of closes the loop Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, oh, maybe this is just like Buck realizing, like, oh, I don't have any other family, and the family I've got is just enough. Mm-hmm. And like, it's really sweet if that is the point. Yeah, and well, but um, that's the goal of the episode, yeah. and it accomplishes right. it pretty well. But I'm like, it if this is truly all that it is, then it makes no sense that Felicia is that cagey. No, yeah, I. Like I, there's I gotta don't, be something well, else involved. I maybe, maybe I there's something else involved. What it just feels like is they were like, "Oh, we need conflict in this plot." Yeah, Felicia so she's works like for the not going to. Well, she's she's just not gonna say anything, and they're mm-hmm. gonna have to really pry. Mm-hmm. But then she like opens up and doesn't say anything like interesting. I guess so. I guess the one thing that does hint that this will be a thing down the road mm-hmm. is the fact that Skint continually called her asking about the papers. Yeah. Which does feel like that's a seed being planted. Mm-hmm. So maybe she does come back and maybe there's, or at least this is, we find out some reason that she's cagey here, mm-hmm. but it just, it doesn't make sense within the context of the scene. Certainly not. It just feels like, Oh, they just like needed to expand the runtime of it. So they put up a roadblock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> Which they do also, again, where it's like we have these fake stakes of like, ah, we we found this camera, but it's okay, it still works. Oh, but we need to, you know, retrieve the photos. It's okay, I've got a program. Oh, but some of these are corrupted. It's okay, I've got a program just for this. Like, you know, and, you know, so much of that's just Odyssey being Odyssey. Sure, but this episode does feel like, yeah, does have a little bit more tediousness, mm-hmm. perhaps. Um yeah so then wooten and penny um are at are they at wit's end no no No. so wit comes to visit them at their house yeah um and when he arrives he 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 has like gotten more of the pictures Mm -hmm. and shows them and they are they're like selfie pictures. Yeah, of so so stuff. right, so it's like a bunch of a bunch of 
random pictures like there had been. Mm -hmm. And then there are a couple pictures that are, well, one picture that is a selfie. Mm -hmm. The blocks where Eugene is, or where the person taking the picture is blocked in the picture Mm -hmm. by their own thumb, Mm -hmm. but Wit's in the picture. Mm -hmm. This person is standing next to Wit taking a picture. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, oh, this has to be. Yeah. And Wit's like, and Wooten's like, that's an awfully flamboyant shirt for you, Wit. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Connie got me that for my birthday. This Mm -hmm. must be where that's at. And I'm like, she got you a shirt for your birthday and you were wearing it at your birthday and that's the only time you've worn it it's quite the convenient <laughs> memory but yeah no i did yeah. have the same thought but i don't remember also, how which birthday is this shirt. i've had a lot of them <laughs> and so penny texts connie and connie's like i also don't remember what birthday mm-hmm. but i do remember it's the same birthday where they messed up the cake Mm-hmm. And Wooten's like, oh, I remember hearing that story. Yeah, it's uh, the baby shower cake, yeah. which is like a cute moment. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it is. I like that um, Odyssey can do and that. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to look through my photo album, see if I can come up with a date for when mm-hmm. these pictures were taken. Meanwhile, on the other side of town. So the whole story here is Felicia was the landlord mm-hmm. for, or landlady, mm-hmm. um, for Buck's mother. Who has a name that I am? I'm blanking. I don't. I am blanking on as well, and it doesn't see. I couldn't find it on the wiki. And I don't want to dig too deep because I I don't need Buck spoilers. Yeah. Um. But whatever Buck Oliver's actual last name, or at least mm-hmm. his mom's maiden name, mm-hmm. don't quite know what the situation is. But she lived in a house owned by Felicia for a year. Mm-hmm. Um. Buck was a toddler then. Um, but through the course of this conversation, she's like, yeah, I haven't seen her since years prior to when she passed, mm-hmm. which is the first we find out that, like, Buck's mom is dead. Is And Buck didn't even know. No. So he talks about what he knew from Skint was that his dad had died mm-hmm. and his mom had run off. Okay. And that Skint is an uncle. Mm-hmm. Is, like, the story he's always been told. And... Eugene very aptly points out, like, and we know that Mr. Skint would never lie. Yeah. Wink, wink. Like. Certainly would never twist the story. Right. Like Maybe he, he's he killed not a... both of his parents to steal Ugh. their child. Yeah. Maybe Ooh. maybe it's a series of unfortunate events situation. That would be an interesting turn for Odyssey to take. <laughs> we could get uh, Neil Patrick Harrison here. Mm. Yes, please. I'd like to hear his voice in a character. That'd be dope. Yeah. He's got a good voice. Certainly. Play, plays plays a mean Batman. He's done the voice of animated Batman on multiple occasions. Is he the one in Harley Quinn? No. Okay. Who is that? I forget. Okay. It, it is someone of note, but yeah. But no, he he did um the uh I don't know yeah some of the animated movies. I feel like Killing Joke is maybe him or Batman Year One. Regardless, mm-hmm. um oh no, Killing Joke's Conroy. So is it? It doesn't matter regardless so yeah so this is like the moment that buck finds out that like oh at least of like his immediate family if skint's to be believed and if felicia's to be believed but like why wouldn't she be mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> like she just made up all this on the spot <laughs> she, she's just really good at improv Skint is behind the door holding a gun to her head <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> now that i mean <laughs> maybe that's in the long end <laughs> That's the reason Actually, that she like Maury closes the door the phone first. call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
<laughs> Maury gave her a phone call is a great joke, Andrew. He's Thank manipulating you. her. Yeah. From he a just, distance. He it's just makes, really convenient. The man just makes phone calls he just and that's makes how phone stuff call. happens. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I you wish need that a plot? wasn't true. No, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. that... <laughs> it's one phone call away. <laughs> 1-800-MORI. <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. It's really Odyssey has has lived many lives and served many masters. <laughs> it's such uh, there's such great dispar- disparity. Yeah. Anyways, this just he... makes you listen to Novacom. Uh, it's also revealed that his name isn't Buck Oliver. Yeah, well, she says that's not your name, but then she says, like, your mom... Like, so it seems like Buck is his name. Yeah. His last name is just whatever his mom's last name is, which we're blanking mm-hmm. on. Because she says, like, oh, she used to always call you my little Bucky boy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, Buck was... Maybe, maybe Buck was just a nickname for that. Oh. And that he somehow inherited that. Interesting. But, but yeah, she doesn't provide a lot of additional information there. No, no. And that's just the dramatic line that the scene ends on. <laughs> right. And then yeah. uh, you cut to Wit and Penny and Wooten. Yeah. And so, yeah, Wit has... Wit has a video of... Like, Wit, Wit has figured out who it is. Yeah. And shows up to Penny and Wooten with him on, like, FaceTime. Yeah, essentially, yeah. He throws up his laptop and is like, yes. I've got the owner of your camera here. And, and it is the most convoluted and possibly just flat out dumb plot point that i think odyssey has done it's bad it really bugged me where i was just like i don't understand why Why? this happened i mean i get okay so wooten has a bad relationship with his dad right Right. which is established the rest of his family everyone except for his one cousin Mm mm-hmm Bradford is, you know, the closest thing to family he had, and Wooten wasn't doing well. And so what this what this scene tells you is that Bradford had come to Odyssey years before Wooten moved there. Uh, no, right before Wooten right, moved there. Right before Wooten moved there. On He was with uh, Wooten's dad, mm-hmm. who is Winston, I believe? I don't know. They're, they're all Ws. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, so he's with he's with Wooten's dad on, on this business trip. His, his dad, hates, dad it. hates it, refers to it as the mole of America. Yeah, the mole, mole on the of back America. of him. Yeah, what, whatever it is. Dumb the whatever. hair on the mole on the back. <laughs> on the toad. The flea on the, on the hair on the back of America. <laughs> oh, that's my uh, favorite camp song. And so... The flea on the back of America. And so... He decides to spend extra time there, Mm -hmm. walks around, Mm -hmm. takes all these pictures Mm -hmm. of Odyssey. Yeah, stuff that Wooten would like, that he thinks that Wooten would like, so he can sell Wooten on moving there. Right, then he drops the camera in the pond while fishing, Mm -hmm. goes back to visit Wooten, and Mm -hmm. Wooten's like, I just heard about this place my dad hates. I want to move move there. there. Which is amazing. I like that a lot. <laughs> so that's I mean, his thought that's, process of like, well, my dad hates it, so. Yeah. All and, right. 
Yeah, and so <laughs> he says, like, it you is know weird. What? We get a flashback in this episode. I don't think mm-hmm. we talked about that. No, we a, haven't. There's a full blown flashback scene yeah. where we see this all take place Luton between pre-Odyssey. the conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's talking to Bradford about kind right. of going through it and not having a good time, and yeah, and Bradford they... is the person who led Wooten to Christ, mm-hmm. which was previously established on yeah. the show. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it explains why Wooten's family is so bad, and mm-hmm. he is so good. Basset Hounds, I believe, is the episode. Uh, good episode. We should do a Basset Hounds episode. Yeah, we really should. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but With the chair. <laughs> yeah, and, and so we get we get this scene, and so Wooten, like, yeah, decides that he's moving to Odyssey, mm-hmm. and that's, yeah, and then he ends up falling in love with all the things that, like, Bradford had thought that he was going to fall in love with yeah and there's this whole thing where it's like bradford like doesn't tell wooten that he wanted him to move to odyssey because like wooten got the idea himself and he just wanted him to like feel like he had agency and i'm like i do appreciate that Mm -hmm. i like i like the idea of like oh god moving through this whole thing i don't love the weirdness of just like it's just it's just bizarre Mm -hmm. of like Penny finds a camera that was lost by Wooten's godfather who, like, dropped it in a lake after coming to Odyssey and plotting out what Wooten was going to do but never telling him about it. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's, like, this convoluted thing where, like, the Wooten keeps thinking, like, he's got a stalker. And then it's, like, the bait and switch of, like, no, this was all taken before you. Yeah, it's, it's all just, love, like, it's not, just, you know, yeah. menace. <laughs> it's just a weird plot twist. It is a weird but. plot twist. And I, yeah. It just feels like... It feels like Kathy Buchanan, as much as we love her, trying to be, like, too clever mm-hmm. for her own good. And be like, oh, you're going to fall for all these red herrings, but you'll never see what's coming. It's like, yeah, but this because what's coming didn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. You did some world building that is just kind of nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's cool that they did some world building, and I do appreciate that. It's unfortunate in you know the way that it kind of comes about doesn't make a ton of sense yeah well and it's right and it plays into this larger theme for the episode which is like the found family thing Mm -hmm. and our like final scene with you know with Um, buck and eugene Eugene, yeah like he eugene's comforting buck about the whole thing and Mm -hmm. buck presents what his like Mm -hmm. family tree is and it's you know him with Connie and Eugene, mm-hmm. and Wits there, and Katrina. Jules is and there. And Jules is there, which, on a family tree, what does that mean for the romance? I know, I know. I'm not sure if that was intentional, and they're trying to, you know... Oh, I think they are. They're trying to throw it to a familial thing? No, oh, no, 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 no. I, 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 no, I'm, I'm assuming they're standing next to each other with a heart in between them. I would, I would like that. I would like that very much. No, I, I, I do not think, I, I think it, I think it was very much of a like, oh, I've got like this, the idea of like, oh, we've got this family tree and it's like, you know, my mom and dad in this scenario are mm-hmm. Eugene and Katrina. And then like, they're like, Eugene's dad is Wit and mm-hmm. Wit you know has a daughter connie and connie has a younger sister who she kind of takes care of whose name is jules who we haven't talked about yet in this show um but you know is a character that exists yeah and she apparently exciting. comes in during ties the fine which is why we have not talked about her and <laughs> never will yep <laughs> but yeah those episodes it's i i just yeah i love i love a like a found family theme mm-hmm. and and i appreciate 
what Kathy Buchanan is trying to do here, weaving this in with the Wooten thing Mm -hmm. of like his, you know, we get Bradford saying like, I always saw you as a son and Mm -hmm. and Wooten being like, yeah, I I saw you as the father as well. Yeah. And like, it's really sweet. Even if the plot leading up to that was convoluted. Yeah. Well, and it's the, it's the sweet thing that I think, and I hope, I think that other religions also experience this, but like, your second community that you have around your faith or around your, even if you're, you know, not spiritual at all, um, they, they become like family to you because they are what you intentionally, you choose to support you, um, in times of struggle and, you know, choose to celebrate with in, in times of success. So yeah. yeah, it's, it's really cool. I, I like it. I like it a lot. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy all inside. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's, it's, it's. It's not without its flaws. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not a great app, but, like, I appreciate it. (laughs) Not a great EP. Yeah, it's just, right, it's not, it's not fantastic. No. It's not, but I I like the underpinning of it. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I am hoping that it's setting up, like, hey, we're going to get a little bit more into Buck's backstory in the future. Um, Because, obviously, yeah, we're, we're... when we're nearing we the end yeah the long end the longest end so um, we it means a three-parter so it's the longest yeah. part we could end on i don't think there's any four-parters that we've ended on oh that we've ended on now there, no. I mean, there are four parters in the show there's also a 12-parter and a 14-parter yeah um but uh yeah any anything else you want to say andrew no no i mean like i'm excited to see where this goes i yeah, like buck's too. character a lot and i have a lot of um mixed feelings about this era of odyssey and what it chooses to do with existing characters um that i have so much affection for over the years like connie and eugene and wooten uh but this episode shines pretty brightly in that respect where you know we get wooten and penny and being all cute and great together and we get eugene and katrina being great parents yeah and you know we don't see connie but obviously there's all of that going down with We Jules. do hear a text message from Connie. Yes, yes. She's and involved, of course. She bought Eugene a bright teal shirt. Oh, really? Or sorry, uh, Wit. Wit, a bright bought. teal. Right. Wow. Yeah. That must have been. Penny wants to buy one for Wooten. And mm. He likes that idea. I mean, yeah. Teal. You can fit it. Um, yeah. Uh, that he, being said. Yeah. That do we have said, any, like, Reviews? Reviews. We do have a new review, Andrew. Wow! Beautiful segue. <laughs> so, uh, user uh, Terminal64 left us a review that says, Great! Although I don't really agree with your opinions, the <laughs> show is very enjoyable and interesting. Aww. Five stars. Aw, thanks for the five-star review, buddy. Yeah. Terminal64. Terminal64. Um, yeah. Those I are mean- my favorite five-star reviews when they say, We don't like you a little bit. But, like, we still like your show. <laughs> yeah. But then, I mean, in all seriousness, yeah, no, I, I'm, I do I'm, appreciate that. I am, I'm a big fan of, of disagreement. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we but will greater be, love. We'll be back next week to talk about episode 859, The Long End Part 1. Bye, guys. Bye. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. Follow the podcast at wadfamchalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. 
Out of the Picture was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.